The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hey everybody, Dave Canyon here. Welcome to the Dumbcast. Let's dumb it up. All righty. Here we go. Uh, good morning, everybody. Sunday, March 12th. I'm on the road, headed home from work. Four days this week, not five days. And uh, I feel a little bit better than normal. You know, four days is definitely easier. There's no doubt about it. That fifth day, you know, it takes a lot out of me. And uh, I actually got hurt this week. I fell off the back of a trailer. It's the second time in my career that's happened. First time that happened, I landed on my chest, I think, and I broke my ribs. I forgot how many ribs I broke. That was like, that could have been like 10 years ago. I don't even remember when that happened. And uh, a couple of days ago, I fell off um, fell off the back of the trailer, and uh, I was holding on to something with my left hand. It was a strap. The strap gave way, and I was holding on to something with my right hand, and I didn't let go fast enough, and I kind of tore a bicep. I tore my right bicep. So it hurt I took a couple of a leave, uh, and then I went home, took one more leave, and uh, then I put some Icy Hot on it. Icy Hot, a patch, which is kind of interesting, because you put it on right away, and it feels freezing cold, and then you go down the road, and it's hot, and then it feels a little cold, a little Icy Hot, and a little cold. That's why they call it Icy Hot. Maybe it just stays hot all day. It, it was weird. I just felt like it was, sometimes it would just be hotter. Maybe that's what I was feeling. Maybe it didn't get cold. Maybe it just felt hotter. But I don't know if you've ever had an injury and you had to put icy hot on it. It was a patch. I thought it came in a lubricant. In a lube. Somebody told me, go get the lube. But we, my, my wife went shopping. She got me the patch, not the lube. Anyway, so there you go. I got hurt. I'm okay now. I'm driving. I shifted with my right hand. And uh, I, I'm adjusting a little bit. I mean, it's... Uh, it's not 100%. I'm not going to be pounding any any heavy weights, you know, um, doing any working out or anything like that. So, uh, anyway, I'll be okay. It'll heal. I reported it to my company. If I have to go get surgery, you know, whatever, it'll, it'll all be taken care of, I guess. Who knows? I have no idea what's going to happen. Anyway, hello, dum-dums. Welcome to the Dumbcast. It is, once again, another Sunday morning ride home, another sunny very sunny, totally blue sky. Is there any clouds? No, mostly 100% blue sky. So as I get on the throughway, the sun's going to be in my face, on the left side of my face, and then it's going to be hot. And I got sunglasses now. I bought sunglasses, finally. I only went without sunglasses for like six months or something. That's kind of crazy. Um, and that's it. Let's uh, let's do it. Uh, let's do the dumb cast. Uh, is there anything else I want to tell? I like to come, you know, start the show with a few little things, then get into the heavy stuff. No, that's about it. I got, I got some prepared notes. Um, let's do the mileage report before we get going. A little mileage report action. And guess what? Uh, remember last week? I don't know if you remember, but last week I figured out that I have like on my odometer, I have an A and a B tripometer. I use the A for my record keeping, you know, for. Uh, for gas consumption. I just have a whole thing that I do, a little OCD with the gas mileage and the tripometer and all that crap um, with the uh, with the trip uh, trip A. But I have trip B, and it says 
Well, let's do the mileage report, and I'll tell you what the mileage says. So I'm able to track it now. Instead of just telling you the mileage, I can tell you how many miles I've done since last week. Once again, only interesting to me, probably not to you, but just to give you an idea. All right, Mileage Report is brought to you by uh, ComedyPipe.com. ComedyPipe.com. They do the show called Pipe Dream Live, Wednesday nights, every Wednesday at 8 o'clock, wherever you are in the world. If it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock in the United States of America on the eastern seaboard, mostly specifically Schenectady, New York, it is time for Pipe Dream Live, hosted by Mike, also known as 3D. And uh, he has some co-hosts and a special guest every week. And it's a one-hour live talk comedy streaming broadcast, you know, bonanza. <laughs> bonanza. Uh, I, you know what? I take that back. It's not a bonanza. Don't don't tune in expecting a bonanza. Not going to happen. You're going to get a podcast. That's what you're going to get. All right, so there you go. The mileage report is... Da, 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 da. Oh, wait a minute. I got, I got a special effect. It's not even special. How do I use this thing? I think I've used it wrong before. Ready? Here we go. I've, I've had a kazoo in my car for the longest time, and I forgot all about it. All these uh, 64 episodes, I've never broken out the kazoo. So let's do it again one more time. All right? The mileage report this week is... 230,093 miles. I've broken the 230 mark. 230,000... 93 miles, and since I, I learned how to use the trip trip meter, or tripometer, whatever you call it, I uh, got trip B, uh, 523 miles, 523.3 miles since I recorded last week. That's how many miles I do during my commute. Did I drive anywhere else last week? I don't know if I, maybe I took a trip, so I don't remember if I went anywhere. Oh yeah, I went to the doctor. I went to the doctor to find out that I have a hernia, but we're not going to operate on it. That's what I found out. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I forgot to tell one more thing. Okay. Anyway, so there you go. I did do a little driving, but that's mostly commute miles. 523 miles in one week is my commute to and from work in the in my porta potty. So let's reset that back to zero. So next week when I do the mileage report, I'll have an update for you. There you go. I like that. I wish I had done that before. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't have. I have a hernia, but it's so small. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do anything with it. Yeah, we're gonna wait because it, it, that's what the surgeon recommended. He said, you know, you don't have to do it now. I said, okay, great. Let's not do it now. Let's wait until it really hurts. <laughs> Let's wait till my balls are down on my toes. All right. Uh, what is today? Is today's the twelfth? Let's do the. Um, I gotta remember to do the Trump. The uh, what do we call the Trump count up, not the countdown. The count up. So I'm just going to use my memory poorly here. I'm going to say that he was inaugurated January 19th or 20th. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. So I remember it was 12 days of January. He was president for 12 days in January. 28 in February. That makes 40. And then we've had 12 days of March. 52 days since Donald J. Trump has become president of the United States. Let me assess the situation. Has my life changed? Uh, no, my life has not changed one bit. My life has not been affected directly, as far as I know, as far as I know, and also directly. So uh, let me just, you know, preface with that. Um, since he's taken office, it's been, what did I say, 50, 52 days. Was it 52? 12, 28, and 12. Yes. 12, 28, and 12. 52. 24, and 20, yeah. 52 days since he's been president. My life has not changed one bit. Has your life changed anything since he's become president? Everybody's flipping out all over the fake book. Everybody's going nuts. They're still going nuts. The anger continues. These people will not subside. They subside. They won't calm down. You got to calm down. 
I don't know what's going on with these people. They're so upset. But meanwhile, my life hasn't changed. I can't imagine. My guess is 99% of the people in the United States, their lives haven't changed one bit. They go to work, they go home. They go to work, they go home. I mean, I I have a hernia. My life changed, but that, that has nothing to do with the president. Um, what else happened to me? There was something else that I, I, I've mentioned previously. Whatever. Oh, yeah, my furnace took a dump, took a crap, came back. We fixed it. That's good. Um, my internet connection is the same. You know, the Kia is still running good. Knock on, you know, plastic made in Korea. You know, I don't even know where this car's made. I think it's made in Korea. Anyway, speaking of where things are made, let me do a quick book review. It wasn't in my notes originally, but I'm going to add it. I did a. I don't read. I'm not a good reader. I'm a poor reader. I'm a very bad reader. Um, I have comprehension issues. I have staying awake issues. I have issues. I have a learning disability. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not looking for any um, any uh, compensation from the United States government. I'm not looking for disability pay. Um, I've posted on Facebook, but the people who are angry at me for being politically ignorant in their eyes and ears um, said I should read up. You should read about Betsy DeVos. You should read things. And I, I, I have a problem with reading. Don't you understand? I'm trying to tell you something. That's why I post on Facebook. I say, hey, what do you guys think of this? And people got all upset with me. They don't like my pragmatism. They don't like it. They want me to be romantically uh, you know, involved with politics and, and be upset like they are. They want me to be emotionally involved. Anyway, I have, a, I have a reading issue. Am I screaming? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scream. Do I scream every show? Okay, so I read this book, but I didn't really read it. I listened to it on CD. Books on CD. Formerly known as Books on Tape. Now they're on CD. So the book I, re- I read was Time to Start Thinking by Edward Luch. L-U-C-E. Luchi? Luche? Luch? Luce? Time to Start Thinking. Uh, America in the Age of Descent. That's the subtitle. Ah, that's a lot of words, you know? Makes me feel good about dumbing it down with Dave. People have said, your, your title's too long. Your email is too long. You know, dumbing it down with Dave at Yahoo.com. But look at this. Time to Start Thinking. And then the subtitle is America in the Age of Descent. All right. Anyway, it was okay. Ten discs. It was a, It was an okay book. Was it a great book? Eh, I don't know. A lot of things I already knew. Uh, usually, uh, I, that's what I say after I read a book like this. After I've read a book like this. Yeah, I knew some of these things. But um, what is it about, Dave? I, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I've already forgotten so much of it. But I know it was a lot of stuff about the American government and how we've messed up. And uh, how the United States uh, missed opportunities, not just in the Obama uh, administration, but other administrations. Why we're so far behind scholastically, you know, educational-wise, uh, uh, compared to China. And why, we're, why are we uh, f- uh, behind in the economy and so many things. We've, we've, we've fallen. The age of descent. Is that what the... America in the age of descent. Yeah. So, it's a little depressing, but, you know... He doesn't really offer solutions, uh, but he just uh, tells these stories of what's happened and the decisions we've made and the opportunities we've missed. And this is why China is number one or going to be number one and why we're going to be number 20. We're falling down. We're, fall- we're falling apart. Gloom and doom. So uh, I agree with a lot. What do I know? I agreed with a lot of stuff he said in the book and... Uh, just a lot of stuff I, I, I didn't disagree I, I just don't know what he's talking about 
and there's a lot of words that I couldn't hear because I was in the truck and you know you can't just always rewind the CD so you kind of go all right we gotta let that one pass you know if you're reading a book you can stop you can I like I like to look up words in the dictionary and all that good stuff yeah anywho so that's it I read a book another book I'm breaking records for myself I'm always uh, I have never read so many books thanks to books on tape um, I get to um, you know I get to enjoy these books I never would read never ever in my life alright oh by the way at the top of the show that was Alex Exum I gotta give him credit Alex Exum for doing the intro uh, from the Exum Experience thank you Alex great job as always Alex Exum everything uh, you wanna look him up at Twitter or whatever at Alex Exum A-L-E-X-E-X-U-M alright so here's the big story today we're gonna discuss the word immigrant for those of you that uh, don't know uh, Dr. Ben Carson uh, was this, this the secretary of what is he the secretary of housing HUD I don't, I don't know uh, whatever whatever he's the secretary of it's not really that big of a deal I, I think anybody could do his job wherever he is by the way that's my impression also of Betsy DeVos and the education thing you know I bet you I could do that job I really do I'm not very confident about certain jobs I bet you I could be the secretary of education absolutely I think I'd be fantastic I think I'd be a great pragmatic secretary of education and I think I'd be okay for housing and urban development. Is that what HUD is? Housing and urban development? But they don't call it HOWD? Who knows what it's called? Do I care? I don't care. Do you care? So he made a comment about... He made this speech. Now, the first time he speaks... The first time... His first impression. And he's talking to his people. I guess the people that work for the HUD. Whatever. Wherever he's in charge of. I guess they were listening. They were in the audience. and Whatever. So he's a... He's, uh, He's doing a public speaking thing, which, by the way, not not his forte. It's not his. He's not. His, it's not his strength. Public speaking, brain surgery is his is his strength. You know, to cut open a brain, to make things work with brains, that's pretty good. You know, once you've done that, you're pretty much like, if I suck at five other things, who cares? I'm a brain surgeon. He's a retired brain surgeon, by the way. It's good that he knows his limit. I guess he kind of went. Uh. I mean, I don't know what he's done. I, I'm, I'm kind of curious who his patients were and, you know, like, well, what has he done? What do you do when you're a brain surgeon? What do you, I mean, people still get headaches. Can he do anything for headaches? I mean, that's the biggest brain thing I've ever had is a headache. Other than the fact that I have, a, you know, a certain lower intelligence level. I mean, can he tap into my comprehension problems? That'd be great. I know. I don't know what a brain surgeon does. Pretty much like, I mean, if you break an arm, you know, you go to a doctor and, they, you know, he puts the cast on, whatever it is, you know. There's things that I know that guys do and, you know, doctors do. But if you got a brain problem, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. All right. Maybe if I had a better brain, I would know. All right. So he made a speech and he talked about the um, slaves coming over on slave ships and he referred to them as immigrants. And then people flipped out. I bet you, first of all, in regards to people flipping out, let me say this. My guess is that nobody would have flipped out. Nobody would have flipped out if whoever reported this didn't report it. You know what I'm saying? I go on Facebook and I see 20 of my comedian friends, whatever, even if they're not comedian friends. I have 301 supposed friends on Facebook. And they're all, not all of them, but, you know, people flip it. Oh, Immigrant, you know, they're making jokes, you know, about what a ridiculous thing it was for him to say. 
But the truth is, if they didn't report on it, you never would have known. And Dr. Ben Carson is not the first person who might have, by the way, might have, in quotations, said something a little silly or ridiculous or out of context or whatever, you know, that would upset people who get upset. Not the first person to do that. And he's not going to be the last person. Might have. I'm not saying might have. I, uh, I'm going to qualify his comments, hopefully, in the next couple of minutes. So, you know, everyone's flipping out. And So what's your point, Dave? My point is, I don't know if this would have been reported on if it wasn't Dr. Ben Carson. <clears throat> I mean, he's created, he's kind of a target because of his mannerisms and his, his you know, his look and certain things. And he's run for president this year against Trump. He was leading for a while. You know, it seems like we always like to have a black guy leading. Like, you know, when we had that pizza guy, Kane, a couple years ago, last election, like, oh, he was up there. He had some sort of, he had some sort of plan I never heard of. I, I know people, you know, oh, it's great, you know. And then, you know, then they say something stupid. Everybody goes, ah, we're done with the black guy. Now nah, let's focus on the white guy now. And it happened again this year. Dr. Ben Carson said something or whatever. They go, ah, we, we kept you up there for a long time. We got the ratings we wanted. We got black people involved in the news. Everybody was rooting for you. But not really because, you know, he's a Republican. And then, you know, then they drop you. What do they say? Uh, the, the celebrities like to say, the media likes to build you up. Then they like to break you down right away. They, they like to build you up like, ridiculously. And then they like to tear you apart. Yeah, it's all about ratings. It's all about business. So this year it was Ben Carson. The last election it was uh, that guy Kane. I think his name was... And uh, I think, the, yeah, the only guy, the, the black guy to make it through was uh, Obama. I think they they built up Jesse Jackson. They tore him down. You know, they built up, uh, they actually Sharpton, because uh, I live in New York, so he was in the news all the time. They tore him down first, and then they built him up. That was the opposite. They used to tear him apart in New York news, New York media. Then they built him up. They, they legitimized him. Then, he, you know, he got shows on CNN and all that. He, he's a go-to guy, I guess. The go-to liar. The go-to news fabricator. Okay, anyway. So, so he made a comment. Everybody got nuts. Immigrants? You can't call slaves immigrants? How dare you? And then, then uh, you know, all these comedians made jokes. You know, oh, uh, you know, if slaves are immigrants, then, uh, you know, Jews uh, enjoyed going to summer camp. You know, by the way, that's an old joke that they brought back for this. You know, one of the, one of my comedian friends said, oh yeah, so Jews must have enjoyed summer camp. Well, that's ridiculous. That's totally not exa- anything what he said. And then somebody said, uh, if um, if slaves are immigrants, then people who jump out of windows are, uh, uh, enjoy enjoy the, the enjoy the joy of flight. They enjoy flight. You know, whatever. Very sarcastic comments. So here's what I did because I'm level-headed. And I'm also pragmatic. I looked up the word immigrant. Do you know what it means? You could stop the show if you want and go look it up. I'm going to tell you what it means. But do you think that people do that? I don't think they do. I don't think people go, wait a minute. What did he say? Oh, that's outrageous. I'm going to post about it. I'm going to protest. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to get angry. I'm going to, I'm going to upset my body with anger. I don't do that. I looked up the word. Because I said to myself, wait a minute, what did he say? Slaves were immigrants? I don't know. I've never heard that before. He is a brain surgeon. 
They must know something. I mean, it doesn't make him perfect, but I got to give him the benefit of the doubt. And he's also a religious guy, right? So, I mean, he doesn't have bad intentions. I don't hate him. I don't care one way or the other about Dr. Ben Carson. I mean, whatever, you know, just like everybody else I meet in the streets. Not that I've met him in the streets, but you know what I mean. What do I care? Until you hurt me, I don't hate you. I don't know you. I don't. What do, I, what do I care what you say and do? All right, so I looked it up. I looked it up in the Merriam-Webster, Merriam-Webster, Webster, wow, Merriam-Webster Dictionary. I used to think it was Merriam-Webster. Did you know it was spelled with an E, M-E, M-E-R-R-I-A-M? Is it Merriam? I don't even know that. Okay. An immigrant is one who immigrates, all right? That's not the definition. It just starts off like that. This is according to Merriam-Webster. An immigrant is one that immigrates. And here's the definition. Here's the number one definition according to the dictionary of Merriam-Webster. Person who comes to a country to take up permanent residence. Well, there you go. That's it. That's what slaves did. They came to a country and they took up permanent permanent residence. Did they know that they were coming to take up permanent residence? Did they come lawfully or willfully or whatever? No, maybe not. Maybe not all of them. I don't really know everything about slavery and my guess is you don't either because we like to think that everything we learned in school is slavery, but I think there's other things that happened that we don't know about. I'm not trying to legitimize it. I'm just saying... I don't think everybody came against their will. I think there are people that go, where are we going? Oh, on that boat? Well, that sounds like fun. <laughs> you know, when they said it in their in their tribal language, I don't know what language they spoke. Well, that's a good question. I've never even heard, you know, I saw the movie Roots. I don't know, did they speak a certain language before they came here? Weren't they all in tribes? Weren't they kind of like Indians in a way? I don't know. I mean, do, do you know? Does anybody really know? What slaves were doing the day before they became slaves? You know, what was life like in Africa or wherever they came from? What was life like? What were they doing? Were they farmers? I heard they were, a lot of them were given away by their tribal leaders. I've read that, or I've heard that, that sometimes you know, they, you know, these guys say, hey, take this guy. We don't want him. Take him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that Dr. Ben Carson referred to slaves as immigrants. And according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, He's not incorrect, and I posted that on Facebook, and once again, I got no response. I don't know why. Person who comes to a country to take a permanent residence. Immigrant. By the way, when you leave a country, you emigrate with an E. You are you are an emigrant. You emigrate. When you arrive at a country, you are an immigrant, and you immigrate. That's all I know. Anyway, so there's that. What do you think? You think Ben Carson meant anything poorly by it? You think he's uneducated? You think he used... I mean, of course he could have used better words. I mean, you could always probably use better words or better sentences or explain yourself a little bit, but I'm pretty sure he hasn't apologized for it, nor do I want him to, nor that I think he should. But if you look at the definition, if you do, if you just look at it pragmatically clear and concise what the definition means he's not wrong they were immigrants according to the dictionary but everybody's flipping out we're all overly emotional it's ridiculous so what do you think I'd like to know
Anyway, hey, real quickly, uh, episode 64 is this number, minus 40, D-I-D-W-D, minus 40, which is Dumbing It Down with Dave, minus 40. You're going to listen to episode 24, Mayhem, Momentum, and Muck. That's what I named it, Mayhem, Momentum, and Muck. And I talk about when things go wrong, how do you handle it, you know? Uh, And for me, it's usually there's mayhem, I lose momentum, and then I get mired in the muck. Oh, muck in the uh, I get muck in the uh, yeah mired in the muck or the muck and mire whatever I get stuck uh, so when things go wrong I don't always do well so anyway that's episode twenty four and I also talk about some original titles for the show instead of dumbing it down with Dave there were other shows there were other show names that I had I had I had them all written down in phones that I that broke and got lost you know mostly broken I had all these titles for the show that were kind of humorous but anyway so that's episode twenty four. If you want to go 40 episodes back. Also, and it's the second show in a row that I did that was a half an hour or less. Um, And uh, I hope you enjoyed episode 63. I know Linda Irwin enjoyed it from Awesome Insanity Surface. She commented. She was the only one that commented on it. And I also posted uh, a post about homicide versus suicide bombers. I thought that was a great show. I can't believe I didn't get a larger response. I can't believe my sister Dina got like over 100 uh, listens. And uh, homicide versus suicide, bombers, not so much. And now this one is going to be about immigrants, not so much. Probably. I mean, I don't try. I don't put myself as a political person. It's just this is what's going on. This is what I see. This is what I hear. So I'm commenting on it on my podcast on my way home from work. All right. What else is there? I'm curious what you know. You could tweet me at Done with Dave at Done with Dave with a B. Email me at dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com. And most of you just like to leave uh, comments in the comment section here on the app, the Dumbing It Down With Dave app, available on I- Android and iOS. And, uh, you know, the Spreaker website. You know what? Why not go to Facebook? Why, why not go to the Dumbing It Down With Dave group and post? Help me out on Facebook. Give me some numbers on Facebook. I think that's important. What do I know? I like to discuss that, but I really do like discussing these things with people as long as you're somewhat open-minded to the possibilities if you're close-minded to the possibilities go ahead and post but you know that's not conducive to a conversation am i wrong about homicide bombers versus suicide bombers am i wrong about ben carson saying that he's not incorrect for using the word immigrant referring to slaves see you have an image maybe not you but people have an image of what an immigrant is it's like oh they're making us move. Oh, they're taking over our country. Or, hey, we got to get out of here, you know, because they're going to kill us. You know, we're at war. You know, uh, we got we got to go immigrate, you know, to another country. So let's pack up and, uh, you know, just like a fiddler on the roof. Remember when they all pack up and they all leave wherever it is that they live? They all go into different parts of the world, mostly the United States. You think of them as an immigrant. Well, at that moment, they were immigrants with an E. Well, whatever. You know what I mean. But that's not always the way it is. According to this dictionary definition, that's not always the way it is. But we don't like to accept the truth. You can't handle the truth. I wish I had that sound effect for Jack Nicholson. What do you want? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. And I think a lot of people can't handle the truth. I think it upsets them that Ben Carson was not incorrect in referring to slaves as immigrants. It upsets them. They want him to be wrong. They want everybody in this administration to be wrong all the time. Insensitive, wrong, corrupt, whatever. Anyway, 
by the way, before he wrote that speech, he ran it by the uh, Russian ambassador. Gave him a little. He gave him a few notes. I think you should call them immigrants. That's what we call our people when they leave. Sometimes they leave forcibly. Sometimes they leave on their own. All right, that was a low-hanging fruit joke. I don't even know if the show was funny. I just wanted to throw in a little political pop culture in there with that Russian ambassador. That apparently is, everybody's forbidden to talk to this guy. I, and I don't even understand why. What's wrong? Why can't we talk to the Russian ambassador? Is it? He's an ambassador. He's embassing. Don't you want to talk to the guy who's in charge of embassing? And especially Russia, right? He's interesting. He's probably got some good vodka, some gray goose or whatever. I would love to speak to the Russian ambassador. Does he speak English? Is that a requirement? Everybody's like, oh no, he spoke to the Russian ambassador. Fire him. Oh, I spoke to the Russian ambassador. I got to quit. Really? But he's the ambassador. You're supposed to talk to him. Why is he here? What's the point of having him here if nobody can talk to him? It was during the election day. Yeah, I know when it was. I'm not an idiot. I'm just dumb. All right, did I mention Jeff the Spark? Jeff the Spark. He's taking over the globe. Sponsored by Internal Monarch. You should listen to him. He's interesting. And Tamara, a shelf edition. They talk about books. And they talk about pop culture. Pop Culture Sundays later today. They're going to talk about talk about TV shows and all that. All right. And uh, I got to go. Goodbye. Good day. Good luck. Good night. Good riddance, Godspeed, and great skills. Take care, everybody. We'll see you at episode 65. Don't forget to check out my website, dumbingitdownwithdave.com. Bye-bye.